So, as humans, we love to celebrate our life milestones from birthdays birthday. to graduation to our first dates. I came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. It's a nice jog down memory lane and celebrate the relationships that are important to us in life. But what about our relationship with God? Welcome to Love and Life, and I'm Gavin Chu. So let's take a moment to think back to when we first got to know God. When was that? Was it at baptism, confirmation, or maybe there was an aha moment? Um, I wouldn't say more like it's a. It wasn't like a moment per se, but I feel like it was from that time frame on. I really started to learn and wanting to learn to how I can grow my faith and deepen my faith and trust in God. This is Chami, and she's a really good friend of ours. So, Chami, uh, what do you do for a living? I recently graduated back in um, April 2017 for as an MRI technologist, and I got my license. So now I work at St. Michael's Hospital in downtown Toronto, and I really enjoy my job. It's a pleasure to be able to work there. We asked Chami to share with us her spiritual journey, and we were so happy when she agreed. So, how did your journey with God start? So, I came into the faith when I first came over to Canada. Um, I came over when I was about ten years old or nine years old, and my parents wanted me to go to a Catholic elementary school. And here in Canada, or in um, the Ontario School Board, is if you need to go to a Catholic elementary school, you need to be Catholic. So one day, my mom just came up to me and my sister and just told us, oh, we're going to go to church. And I was like, what's church? And so was your mom Catholic herself? No. So we actually, my sister, my mom and I, we all three of us went through um, the one-year course before we got baptized and we got baptized around the same time together. Coming to Canada adjusting to the culture and transitioning to a new faith when you're nine. That must be tough, isn't it? Things must have been quite different for you. Mm -hmm. So for the first um, two years when I first came over to Canada, I was in a public school and kind of transitioning to a Catholic school. Um, I wasn't used to the daily prayer or having religion course. So it was interesting because it was at the very beginning of my faith and it was allowing me to learn from the textbook rather than from like just the church doing the daily mass or not daily mass Sunday going to mass or the confession but it was more of the story about how the Catholic faith came about and about Jesus and um, the Bible get to know the getting to know the Bible Great
So Chami came to Canada and, because of school, found God. We all find and get to know God in different ways, and sometimes it's interesting to think about how it all started. What was our relationship like with God at the very beginning? Were you really close with God? Yeah, so after, like, in the beginning when I was still young, I was, you know, doing the regular things, going to church with mom and sister every weekend, um, going to confession here and there, <laughs> and then um, just like the routines, not not much. Like, I didn't really know God per se, but I knew of God. Mm -hmm. So God was kind of like a figure or like this word, but I didn't really understand or know. So... It, it wasn't till university when I actually dive in a little bit more into my faith. And before I dived in, I, ha I actually went further away, like really far away from, from, from God and from my faith. Sometimes we wait until we're in a crisis until we call on God. Chami takes us through her story. Backtrack a little bit. Before university, I knew there was a God. I believed in God. I prayed before I slept. Like it was literally like a routine. So um, after I went to university, you know, being the first year university student, there's a lot of parties, you know. Um, and I went to school in university, uh, McMaster University. So it's away from home. So mom wasn't there to like, you know let's go to church so I actually kind of stopped going to church and school was getting busy and I wanted to focus on school so I kind of went further and further away I wasn't in touch with my faith I didn't I stopped praying and and it almost felt like it was okay but deep inside I knew it wasn't and something I felt like I was getting yeah, I felt like I was getting more lonely or I, was, I wasn't feeling the presence of God anymore. I wasn't feeling that kind of protection or that connection with Him. That sounds like what a lot of us go through actually. Um, but things got worse? As I was focusing on school, um, other kind of life struggles came about too. So in about second and third year, I was really stressed, so then I took it out as um, kind of being anorexic. So then I got really skinny, and then people around me were really worried. And in my head, that at that time, I just kind of shut everyone out. So I focused. It's like the most important thing for me is school and my grades and my future. And I didn't care. Like my parents were trying to talk to me. My sister was trying to talk to me, and I just kind of um, shut them out, everyone out. So then um, when you're at a certain state of uh, anorexia, um, when you get to a point where you're lower than your um, healthy weight to the point where it's dangerous, so my parents brought it to the attention of a, uh, a professional doctor where they actually... Um, she actually said that she can take away my license because I would become a hazard on the road because I can, I can at any moment have a heart attack because the body is in a survival mode so at any time it will shut down so my, she didn't do that she gave me the 
freedom to drive, but she told my parents and my sister to not let me drive. And at that time, I didn't have my own car. So when they take away, they take it away, right? So I was basically kind of stuck at home or I felt like I had to do something or I, yeah, like I had to show something of some sort to get myself out of this situation. And that was when I was really far away from God because I didn't think about Him at all. I was just in my own little bubble, um, study, school, future. A bubble. It sounds cliche, but how many times do we get stuck in our own little bubble and not let God in? How do we try to fix things ourselves? When I got to that point, I still wasn't being in connection with God. And to show, to kind of gain my own freedom back, I started, okay, fine, I'll like unwillingly eat in front of my parents. And I'll eat and I'll, I'll be like, okay, I need to put weight back on. But then it got to a point where it's like I ate, but I didn't want to eat. So then I would throw up. So then it went from anorexic to like almost bulimic. So it kind of went from one to the next. And it was like a struggle. And at that time, I was still in like third and fourth year. So I was still in university and I felt like not going home is better than going home. So because I didn't want to like face them, I didn't want to talk to them because every time when I talk to them, it's just about like my health, like what are we going to do with you? And and I was still getting good grades in school. So I was like, as long as I get that, like I'm good, like I'm fine. And but like inside my heart, it's like it's not like something is wrong. And studying in the healthcare field, it's like I knew it wasn't the right thing to do, but it was like mentally, I felt like I was weak to make any changes or like I'm scared to make any changes. How did you take the first step? After I graduated, so I went through this whole thing with the condition and I was able to you know, finish my fourth year um, and go, and it was time for me to go back home. And initially, I was very scared because I didn't know what to expect. And I have shut them out so far that it's like, I like they know that I don't really want to talk to them. They don't really want to talk to me because it gets really awkward and we don't know what to say. So then um, I w- I'm really thankful thinking back now that I had this um, Catholic youth community that kind of always allowed me to have some sort of time frame where I can actually forget about everything else that's going on and just to be with that community with my friends that I felt like I was okay and everything was okay. And that was a church group in your university? Um, Yeah and so for this youth community they have a retreat every once every year during the Labor Day weekend and since second year I've been going and that was the weekend where I felt like everything is okay but even though it's a Catholic camp I felt like I was going for the people I wasn't really going for to learn my faith or to deepen my faith even though I liked helping out I liked doing all the stuff all the activities that they had 
I didn't feel like it was an internal connection. But after I graduated, I kind of decided to take a leap of faith. In my heart, I always knew that God is there, but there was no connection between me and Him. And I was thinking maybe this is the time for me to rebuild that connection. A leap of faith? To ha- make this camp happen, there's something called like a uh, committee. So there's six people, and this was in 2013. So I kind of said to God, like, if you, if I, I want to get better, or like mm-hmm. I want to know what's going on, or have a clearer view of what's my future, or what's how what I can do to help myself, and I trust you. So if you want to help me and like kind of take me out of this situation, then make me committees so that I can rebuild this connection with you and to learn more about you and to let me know that you're always there to to save me and to help me when I need you. And that's what he did because that year I became committee. I'm interested in learning more about that leap of faith. You came from a difficult place where you pretty much blocked him out of your life for a really long period of time. You didn't rely on him for pretty much anything. To go from that to a strong place of trust in him, how did that feel? Um, it was almost like I couldn't trust anyone else, not even myself. And the only person that I had left was God that I have known for the past like eight years. That he's supposed to be always there no matter what he's always supposed to you know be able to give us a hand when we need him and so that was literally the only thing that I can hang on to at that point I felt like so it was like it's either that or it's like I don't even I don't even know what's gonna happen so I decided to take that leap of faith and like what can I lose from that situation, like from that, that, I guess, like internal bet or like that test? It's like, what can I lose? There's like nothing because I, re- like, I don't have anything. So, um, yeah, so he showed me that, like, he still loved me. So, um, so that's where, like, I felt like I actually went into my faith to learn or to wanting to learn to be in touch with him and, like, to go back into my faith and to explore that part. When I first graduated, I wasn't able to find a job. That was also why there was like, I I had nothing to lose because I had nothing. So to the point where I decided to go back to school to study for the MRI technologist um, uh, diploma to getting a job at St. Mike's. Like, I felt like it was all planned by God. And even in the middle, I tried so hard to stray away from that. Like, I felt like that wasn't what I wanted. But then again, like, what do I know? Because God knows. And God knew that this was what was best for me. And now looking back, I'm like, yeah, this is the best that I could have ever planned that I didn't know of. Like... Like, he literally laid out everything that that was the best for me. And I couldn't, like, there's no way I would have known. 
So, how is God in your everyday life now? Yeah, so since 2014, like I was very blessed to have a group of friends that know, like, they are very rooted in their faith. And when I'm curious or when I want to learn more, they're always there to give me resources or to help me. So I'm really thankful for that. So I was able to learn more and more about what does the word God mean or what is the Catholic faith? What does it mean to be a Catholic?、Um, and to the point where I can't deny about God in my life or I can't. Not trust him after what kind of like all the love that he has shown me. And how would you describe your relationship with God now? What I've learned is、um, I try to see God every day in my daily life. So if I were to take a subway and I see someone、um, holding the door. Or, like, they let me go first to get out, or something like that. Like, I feel like that would be something nice. Like, that, make, that would make me happy. And from just little acts like that, I see like, God in them. And even though they're not Catholic, just because of their kindness, right? I feel like that's God showing me, like, hey, I'm with you. Or if it's a bad day,、um, that's okay too, because not every day is going to be a good day, or else. You're not gonna get better. You're not gonna learn from, for example, like the mistakes or something like that. But it's like, it's okay because if it's something hard to go through, just ask God for help and then God will be there. Because God's not gonna give me something that I can't handle. If I can't handle it, God will give me something more to make me able to go over, go over that, that mountain or that obstacle. So in every day, I try to see God in. The people around me because you know we can't physically see God, and how God talks to us or gives his messages to us is through the people around around us every day. And he'll send the Holy Spirit to be like, Oh, like maybe this person you can say something nice to her and she'll be really happy, or yeah, like all the little things around. I try to notice it, and when I see that, and it Becomes more constant every day. It almost acts as like a, it, it almost like solidifies that God is with me no matter what, at any time, any day. And there's no way for me to actually say no or like to doubt that because it's so evident in my, in front of my eyes every single day and I see it. And it's a great feeling because I know that God is with me. So then when these heart, Times do come, it's like it's okay because I know that God is with me and, it, and I'll be able to go, go through that. That was a very touching and very deep sharing. So, thank you so much for coming here to share your experiences. Do you have any advice for people going through similar challenges? I feel like when, when you're in a struggle or when you don't know what to do, Um, just know and trust that like, God is always with them, no matter what. Even if you think that He's turned His back on you, or like, why did He put me through this? I feel like everything has a purpose. So,、um, when you decide to open your heart back up, and when you decide that you're going to reach your hand out to Him, He'll always have His hand there ready 
to pull you or to get you and to hold you. Thank you again to Chami for sharing her experiences with us. Thank you to all the volunteers who helped to make this programming possible. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. To find out more about Fountain of Love and Life, please check us out at our website at fll.cc. Until next time, peace be with you all and God bless. Great.